Welcome to the V-Dub Show. I'm Vince Wisman, the V-Dubster himself. Here without JT, my co-host right now, as she's at her day job. Our podcast is devoted to promoting great drinks, great eats at local bars, breweries, and distilleries, and getting the word out to everyone everywhere. They need it now more than ever. Welcome. Hello. As I said uh, previously, um, this is a check-in episode. Um, I am by myself today because Janet's at her day job. That's important, of course. Um, it's like an overnighter out of town. She's up north somewhere. And, uh, of course, the reason she can't be here is because she's in prison. You heard me. Prison. Well, to be fair, as I said in a previous show, she works for the Department of Corrections, so sometimes she's got to be in prison, you know? This is part of her job. Anyway, so I'm winging it today. I hope everybody's having a, a good Tuesday and, uh, you know, wrapping up your August 2021 to the, your best of your ability. I hope everybody is doing okay out there. <clears throat> One of the things that I'm going to try to accomplish on uh, this check-in episode, they're shorter than regular ones, Um is uh, right now I'm studying um, Irish whiskeys, which I've, I've enjoyed for years anyway, but I'm trying to come up with my top five, and I've tasted, I've tasted several uh, lately. Um, if you heard a previous show where I had tried um, Wolfhound Irish whiskey, um, and it was good, but it, it didn't make my top five, so it's not one of the top five, but it, it, it fought hard. It, it was, it's, it's a good whiskey. It's good whiskey. It's okay, neat. It's good on the rocks. Um, a little bit, a little bit strong for me. Um, some of the tones, but it's it's a, a good whiskey in its own right. So without further ado, um, I did try um, to find a top five. I've been trying Irish whiskeys of late, and trying to be as fair as I could and um, study them and judge them based on their merits you know was it a single malt was it a blend uh what are they throwing into it you know and try to you know be fair to the distillers and the craftsmen and women working there today i'll be revealing the number five in my top five irish whiskeys list um and in subsequent episodes i will reveal the others going backwards you know, four, three, two, and number one, according to V Dubster. Once again, these are just my tastes. Coming in at number five of my top five Irish whiskeys that I've tried, I am trying, or I just recently tried, I should say, last night, Kilbrin, which is, uh, it's, uh, it's, it holds its own really well. Um, it's an interesting because there are notes of banana bread, vanilla, and um, orchard fruit, among other things, which was kind of interesting. I'm used to the vanilla with a lot of the Irish whiskeys, but this is, this kind of blew my mind. It was it was it was quite pronounced. I liked it. Um, it is it is something that if you mix um, your whiskeys with uh, you, you know the favorite soda or whatever, this is I think it'd be a really good mixer because it is very pronounced. But I thought it was fine on the rocks, no problem at all. And uh, you know. I gotta say something about monks for a second. Uh, if any of you are in bad spirits and you're with the V Dubster some night, perhaps at a bar, please don't uh, don't don't rag on monks. 
V-Dubster holds them in uh, high esteem. I mean, uh, the monks not only made this particular whiskey traditionally, but they also discovered coffee, as far as I know. That's what I heard. So, you know, they gave us coffee. They gave us they gave us an Irish whiskey. Come on. You know, give a monk a break. Okay? The Irish monks who first put together this particular recipe for uh, uh, Kilbrin, um, back in the Middle Ages, apparently, um, they considered it a medicine, actually, rather than just a, a, an aperitif for a spirit. Um, and they used to re refer to it as the water of life, and you can't get better than that, can you? Don't be a dismal Jimmy. A dismal Judy. The water of life is there for you. So, uh, you know, got to give them props on that. That's how much they liked it. So, there you have it. The V Dubster's uh, uh, prizal of uh, Kilbrin Irish Whiskey coming in. Number five, I will tell number four at a future episode. But you might want to try, Kilbrin. It's good stuff. Moving right along, this is the point in a, a, a check-in, many show, what we refer to as the checkpoint. Uh, and that's just talking about what's going on. It could be in the world, it could be anywhere, it could be local bar news, um, or it could be the V-Dubster's house. So we're going to go, uh, we're going to stay home with this one. Um, so, we have puppies. Yorkshire Terrier puppies. Uh, so, last Thursday night I went to bed, like any other night, and, and, and did my best to sleep. And the, the dogs sleep with us. And uh, we were told by a vet recently... Uh, he did an ultrasound that we uh, that our dog Petra, the female, is going to be having uh, twins. So the ultrasound showed her, uh, and uh, so we were also told that it would probably be about two and a half weeks out from uh, last week, last week. So anyway, I kind of set things up early, you know, a heat lamp and some shavings and a, a gated area in the dining room for. Uh, Petra when the uh, blessed day uh, came. Um, but when you know it, uh, nature takes its course. It does what it's going to do. And so the V-Dubster woke up at about 3 in the morning. And uh, once again, dogs usually have puppies at night because they think they're wolves. And that's one more veil of camouflage to protect uh, probably wolf pups. I don't know. It's sort of a canid canine thing. Anyhow, I woke up with a weird sensation. It was like you know, liquidity, and uh, there was Petra, she was licking, and I was trying to figure out what's going on, and what the fluid was, and basically, basically, Petra um, was having puppies on top of the V-Dubster's blanket and bed, but hey, you know, we're a tight-knit family, we're close, I'm glad she feels that comfortable with me, to be able to have, uh, have well, she had three of them on top of the bed, and I woke Janet up, and she helped me. But Petra did all the work. She really did, you know, from umbilical cord cutting to, you know, I won't tell you what she did with the placentas, but she was, she got rid of them. Anyway, um, it was a hell of a thing, really, to witness, albeit I was tired. Uh, we finally set her up and moved her into the dining room from the bedroom under the heat lamp for the puppies and, you know, the shavings and the bowls of water and some snacks and blankie and all this that I had set up hastily. Thank God early um because we're about two and a half weeks early and and we're already we're already you know ahead um by 50 percent on the puppies anyhow 
we, uh, Jen and I, JT and I went back to sleep. It was a work night for her. And uh, when we got up in the morning, there was a fourth puppy. And Petra had it in the, in, under the heat lamp in the little birthing box sleep area I set up for her in the dining room. And God bless her. And it was all cleaned up. So we couldn't believe our math. So we had 100% more Yorkshire Terrier puppies than we had thought. But it's all good. It's a real blessing. I'm happy to report that the mother and puppies are doing fine, at least as of today. And uh, Mingo, the father, um, who's about four pounds dripping wet, about half the size of Petra, uh, he's still trying to figure out what they are. We don't let him too close, um, and she protects them. But, you know, he had a lot to do with it, so I think you better get a clue. This is what happens, okay? I, to no measure, can speak for you folks, but for myself, and at 59 now, had a birthday last Tuesday, week uh, anyway, um, I go through phases when sleeping, sometimes I sleep well for a short period of time, and sometimes I sleep less well, sometimes I can't remember having any dreams, I always say I didn't have any dreams, I guess I read once that you always have dreams, but I can't remember, um, and then sometimes I have Vivid dreams, sometimes they're an adventure, a tour de force, and they're really cool. Better than a movie, especially in 2021. Try to go see a movie. But then sometimes I just have weird dreams. They're either so boring that I wake up, literally. Or they're just bizarre, and I want to wake up. Oh, Jesus, I want to wake up. Had weird dreams the other night. I can only remember two. Thank the Lord. Very merciful. Uh... So, the first dream, I was, for some reason, heavily engaged and had joined a scrapbooking club. Oh, they seemed like nice folks in the dream and everything. And I was scrapbooking like nobody's business. I don't know how often I got together with these folks, according to the dream script. Um, but I was having a good time. And then I got kicked out of the class because they said or implied that I had, I had broken scrapbooking bylaws. And I asked them, even in the dream, can you, can you, can you break that down a little bit for me? Can you be more specific? And, uh, I, cause mine certainly weren't obscene or anything. I was just scrapping like crazy. Um, and one lady said I was too fancy. Well, if I'm going to do my scrapbooking, I'm going to get fancy, lady. <laughs> V-Dup's just not going to put out some really boring crap, okay? And then another one said I was I was way too fast. I had too many scrapbooks done, and I was trying to show off in front of her class. And then I woke up, thank God. Well, I only had a little respite. I don't know. I got up and used the restroom and got a drink of water. This is me, 59 years of age. When I was blessed with another dream, and this was a beaut. In the dream, I've been working out in the garden, which I don't do a lot of gardening. In some years, Janet has a garden. She has more of a green thumb than me, really. But I was out there, and I had my wheelbarrow, and I was out there working. And I parked the wheelbarrow in the garden, went in the house, took off my gloves. I remember that in the dream. And then the next morning, I was told by JT that I had a parking ticket for parking the wheelbarrow in the wrong section of the garden. I kid you not. Mercifully, I woke up right after that. 
In other V Dubster news, we went ahead and canceled our annual. Well, of course, the last couple of years has been semi-annual, uh, but we usually take an annual midwinter trip to Hawaii, switching in islands each trip. And we were looking forward to doing a show um, live from Oahu. We were going to go to the Big Island last year, but pandemic took care of that. Um, but we have sadly had uh, to cancel our reservations for the impending trip this midwinter to um, Oahu. And uh, uh, we were going to do a show. Uh, and probably Honolulu and Makaha, um, which we love. Um, but uh, just uh, Delta variant is a messing around, and um, it's just, you know, every we can just feel Hawaii getting ready just to shut the gates, and they say there's no rental cars, and we just don't want any part of that. It breaks our heart because uh, JT and I so love Hawaii. It's, uh, it's like our medicine. It's our, it's our soothing. It cleanses us. We just love going there. And I, I can't believe people go there in the summer because it's hot here in the summer. Really hot. You know, we go midwinter when it's 38 and raining here in Washington State. And it's 80 there, and we're, it's like August every night, so it's been a real blessing the last few years with our, our, our good friend Sean and Amity, who've been going with us, and it's been a hoot. Um, but once again, we are officially canceling, uh, doing a show there on visiting um, Oahu um, after the first of the year. We'll see what happens. And I'm hoping and praying, I don't know if I should say this out loud because it might jinx things. Um, and a lot of you folks probably have had the same thoughts cross your mind of late. Um, behind this Delta variant, is there an evil sister called the Echo variant? Dare I ask? That could be perplexing. I, I pray not. I pray they can wrap this stuff up. For everybody. The people suffering. We've had people die, of course. And, uh, and then the people trying to get on with living. There's, all that's into the mix, right? Because this is life. Alright, so being a check-in episode, I have no flying Vs to really score. And uh, I don't have JT here helping with the food. Um, the other night, we've been experimenting, she has, with uh, Irish um, fare, Irish uh, entrees. Um, and we've been trying them in the V-Dub Irish pub in my house in Rainier, Washington. Our studios and uh, some of the food's really good. I already commented on a previous episode that the shepherd's pie was quite good. Just watch out how much you eat. Very filling, at least for me. Um, but we've tried some other things, and JT's such a great cook, such a marvelous cook that it's it's been a treat just trying different things and knowing the way she cooks them is probably really close to traditional. And so it, it gives me some insight to some of this stuff. Well. That's about it. Thanks for uh, joining me this day. Please honor us with your time at our next podcast. And remember, get out, enjoy, and support your local bars, breweries, and distilleries. Responsibly, check out all the outstanding beverages, eats, and adult fun times they offer us. Saying goodnight. I'll be seeing you.